Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Kedoshim Shvi'i, the last Aliyah in Parshas Kedoshim. The topic of our Aliyah is being different, being special. It is only five Sukkinon running from Perekhov, Pasukhov, Gimel Tuchov, Zion. At the end of all of this, Hashem tells the nation of Israel, Don't act in the ways and the laws of the nation that is being sent out from in front of you. They did all of the of They did all these terrible things. They acted in all these immoral ways, whether it be sexual immorality, whether it be with um, their pagan immorality in the way they served their gods. I was disgusted by them, and that's why I kicked them out. So, therefore, Hashem says, "I'm giving you a land flowing with milk and honey, and I've divided you. I've made you different from the rest of the nations." And I've distinguished you from the, the, the pure animals and the impure animals which you're allowed to eat, the pure and the impure um, birds which you are allowed to eat. I've, I've made you holy and I want you, I want you to be holy because I separated you. And therefore anybody who does all these things or in consults with an oiv, v'yidoni, will, will, or brings back the dead, will be killed. And that's the end of the parasha. So a lot of things to think about led to a few basics. Number one is this is a very important mitzvah in Aurelia called Chukas Akum, the ways of the um, pagans. We're not allowed to act in the ways of pagans. What does that mean precisely? The Sefra, which is the Medrash Halach says not to dress like them or not to involve oneself in their entertainment. The way the Sefra words it is, um, shelohem, do not go in the things which are their cultural sensitivities. Kagon teatros, karsaot, istrayot. Do not go to their, uh, their stadiums, to their entertainment places. And these are the places of their laughter, of their humor. This is not the way to behave as a Jew. In fact, the Gemara in Shabbos on Daf Samach Zayin tells us that according to the opinion, um, there's a debate Rabbi Huda ben Becerra and Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Huda ben Becerra says, mm-hmm. You should not allow, you're not allowed to shave your hair in the same way that they shave their hair. And many of the pagans in those days would shave the sides of their hair, their head, and leave the hair growing at the top and creating a mohawk. That would be called a bloris. That would be, this is a very, very clear example of chukos akom. The Sifre, which is the Medrash Halacha in Devarim and Parshas Re'e, says, as, um, it says as well, it's not dressing in the same way they do. Um, so don't dress, say, oh, they, they wear purple, we will wear purple. Don't wear arms in the way they wear arms. Don't act like the non-Jewish people around you. The Rambam, the Rambam in the Mishnah Torah in Hilchos Avodos Kochavim Mazolos in the 11th chapter codifies this in Halacha as well. And, that, and he goes and he says, you cannot, you cannot have the same haircuts. Don't, don't have the mohawk. The way one shaves. You cannot make your places like the, the, like the, the temples of their service. Don't, make, don't try to make your synagogues or your houses resemble their... their uh, and their way of acting. Um, so this is very interesting because it, it, it's, it, if one looks at the course of Jewish history, ultimately and certainly now in the 21st century, most Jews are just trying to act exactly like the non-Jews and dress exactly like the non-Jewish culture and, and uh, in, in so many ways. So how does this play itself out in Halacha? So the Shulchan Aruch Hashim Yerodeh Kufayin Ches Sif Aleph does talk about this 
And the Shulchan Aruch quotes this halacha, quoting the Rambam, and the Rambam then adds, the Rav Moshe Isilis, adds an, a very important proviso, and that is, You need to be separate from the non-Jewish neighbors in, in both actions and in clothing. Only this is only prohibited when the action or the type of dress that is that that, that is being done is therefore it was instituted for some form of pritzos, some sort of loose lifestyle. So, for instance, the non-Jews are wearing red clothes because that is the way of princes and kings to sort of a freer lifestyle. That's not appropriate for Jews to be wearing. That they or for something which is which is their law, but there's no reason known for that. There's no reason for, and we don't know what the reason for that is. Because we're concerned, because we're concerned that the reason it was originally instituted was because of the ways of the Amorites. And maybe this is a, a practice which originally comes back from a pagan. De- deification practice. But let's say there's a, there's a particular style of dress which has a function. As an example, a doctor has a particular type of clothing. Today we'll talk about a white coat. That's not there because of any pagan vestigial practice. That's because a doctor needs to be distinguished and look different and therefore that's why they, they wear it. If something has a function, whether it be honor, distinction, profession, then those practices are all right. They're not part of the chukos akum of the pagan practices around them. Very important to appreciate this and the boundaries necessary, the boundaries necessary to be set up over here. So sometimes the Jews, the Jews adopt hook, line and sinker, the culture around them. Um, and uh, that is only appropriate if it's functional. But even when it's functional, there have to be boundaries. There's a very, very sharp piece written by Rebel Chonon Vassiman um, called Nihiyeh Kagoyim, which should be like the nations. And he says in very, very strong terms, um, he talks about how the people, the Jews, have always sought to enculturate and assimilate into the cultures around them. And he is you know, speaking in Lithuania now in the, in the early 1900s, living, uh, living he, was, he was murdered at the beginning of the war by, by the Nazi collaborators. But uh, he describes the following, he says, um, he talks about how the, 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 the reform movement took our, on the motto at the beginning, Be a Jew at your, in your tents and your synagogues and a person, meaning a secular person, in your leaving. And he says it didn't take too long for those to reject any form of religion there afterwards. And he points out in a very, very harsh way, um, quoting our Aliyah, uh, the, the following, he says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu responds, Ba'amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Asherotem Ormim Gagoyim, quoting the Pasuk in, in Yechezkel, Perek Chof, Hoyoy Loitziyah, you will not be like the nations. Im loy b'yad chazakov, Yisrael netuya v'chem ha-shechufa im aleichem. If it's not with a strong hand and outstretched armed um, <coughs> outpouring of wrath, I will rule over you. And Rebel Khanan says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has different ways in which he can return Jews to being different and to being distinct. And he says, we don't know where we are yet, but time will tell as to which way Hashem will choose to distinguish the Jews from the non-Jews. Now remember, this was written before he was killed, before the, before the Holocaust. And what he was saying is that the Jews are assimilated to a point 
in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu will have to intervene some way in order to distinguish them. Uh, what's famously quoted is, is that if Jews do not make Kiddush, they do not make the distinction of holiness, the non-Jews will make Havdalah. The non-Jews will separate them involuntarily. And that's what Rebbe is saying, very, very strong words coming from our, the end of our Aliyah, you need to be distinct. Moving on the positive side, what does being different mean? So um, Rav Shimshon Rafael Hirsch quotes the Medrash Yalkut, which quotes Rabbi Brecha, the name of Rabbi Abba, says that there's two, way to, two ways to sort fruits. There, on the one hand, you may have the fruit you prefer and you pull those out, or you may have the fruit you don't like and you pull the, the bad fruit out. This has really important applications when it comes to Alachos of Shabbos. It says, when it says, it means to say, Hashem says, I was taking out the better apples from the rest of the apples. It wasn't that he was throwing out the bad apples. What that means to say, says, says Rosh Hashanah Hirsch, is that the Jews are not chosen because Hashem is rejecting the rest of humanity. Far from it. Hashem has a mission for the nation of Israel to influence and impact the culture and the morals of the rest of the world. So the rest of the world is uplifted through them. Hashem is not rejecting the rest of humanity, but He's taking specific candidates to be the messenger to the rest of the humanity that everything should be better. That's the distinction. Separation in order to enhance and to elevate. Finally, one last point, and that is, is that uh, the, for the third time in our parasha, the Torah tells us not to consult with an Ovi and Yudani. They're those the people bring back the dead. And this is the third time we hear about the punishment in the last post of the parasha. Why does it end on such a, it seems like an anticlimax. Why is it repeated the third time? Rav Hirsch again points out a really, really beautiful idea, and that is God wants us to understand that we need to make decisions about life in our lifetime. And that is that we have in front of us very complicated, very grave scenarios and moral decisions that we need to make on a daily basis. Decisions between good and bad and perhaps even more frequently between good and convenience. And we have to make those decisions with what we have in front of us, with the morals we are brought up with to make decisions here and now. To think that we can always find answers from the beyond, to think that we can find a way to resolve it from the fatalistic beyond and have some external knowledge that will help us is the incorrect way to live life. In fact, perhaps bringing back the dead in a certain sense, as Rav Hirsch says, is bringing back, so to speak, trying to, trying to solve the issues of this world with the world of decay and death, the fatalistic perspective of the world of death and decay. No. We have the right and responsibility to make decisions here in the very limited reality we have and to make them the best we can. That is what it means to be holy. This concludes the seventh aliyah of Kedoshim. In the meantime, have a wonderful, meaningful day and a beautiful Shabbat.